everybody. Welcome back. This is another episode of This Poor Pastors Podcast. And my name is Mark, and I'm glad that you are joining. We've got new listeners listening, and people are sharing this podcast, and I am grateful for that. I'd love to hear from some of you new listeners. Where are you listening from? How did you hear about this podcast? And most importantly, what do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. That's the whole reason I get in front of this microphone. Not the whole reason, but it's a part of the reason that I get in front of this microphone and do this every day for the last 17 days and almost weekly for the last few years. Today, we're going to talk about ship building and ship burning. Build a boat or burn a ship. Maybe you need to do some both of those things in your life today. So we're going to carry on with the theme of moving forward and um, hopefully that'll help you. So grab a hammer, grab a match, grab a cup of coffee, and let's get into it this morning. Burning ships, building boats on this episode of This Poor Pastor's Podcast coming your way in just one moment. Where did I put my lighter fluid? I'm actually recording this episode quite early in the morning. I have a busy day ahead of me and I'm trying to get ahead on a batch recording some of these episodes. Somebody asked, how are you doing that every single day? Well, I'm not recording every single day. Uh, I, sometimes I record three or four episodes back to back and then get them, uh, get them uploaded and scheduled and ready to go. But it has been a challenge. This is episode number 17 on this new format. And while it has been both awesome and exciting, it's also been a little bit uh, nerve-wracking. So, so far, I haven't missed a single day. And that's my goal, is not to miss a single day for the first 90 days of this uh, experiment. I'm watching the uh, downloads and the listener account go up. Not, it's not rocketing up, but it is steadily going up. And that's really exciting. I can't wait to see what happens at the end of 90 days. But I'm sitting here early. I'm telling you that because I always have trouble early in the morning during the winter with my sinuses. Maybe you can hear it. Maybe you can hear it in my voice, but I know that a little plugged up. But I also, then it's, it's, so it starts off plugged up, then it starts to run. And I did that uh, episode early on where I was talking about people making unnecessarily unpleasant noises into the microphone. And a good friend of mine decided to send me a, an audio clip of him doing nothing but that for about 10 or 15 seconds. And so I'm trying to resist it. I got my finger near the mute button in case I need to snort or sniffle. Um, and hopefully I won't have to do either of those or sneeze because sometimes then it ends up where I'll just get into a sneezing fit, like one sneeze after another. And that is that is not fun. That is not fun when you're 43 years of age with a bad back. but. What else can I complain about? No, I'm not going to complain about anything. I'm going to get into today's content. Recently, I posted, um, actually, it's going out today uh, because I'm batch recording this. So I have it scheduled to post, but it hasn't gone out yet. A post on my Facebook page about burning ships and building boats. Sometimes you need to build a boat. Sometimes you need to burn the ships. Both require faith, and both will be criticized by people who value safety and rationality above all else. But the question is, do you need a match, or do you need a hammer? 
that thought was in my mind as I was listening to an audiobook, having some conversations and examining my own life. You know, introspection will do that to you. Those two uh, somewhat similar in that they both involve boats or ships. Discuss the idea of times in your life when it is necessary to take steps for the future. Yesterday, in yesterday's episode, we talked about leaving your past behind you or or leaving your behind in the past or whatever the case is. I think I kept saying it wrong. I kept I think I kept saying you got to leave your past in your behind, but I think I think Pumba actually said you got to leave your behind in your past. Um, and anyway, it doesn't really matter because um, he was just an animated character and not real. But sometimes building a boat comes from the idea of Noah. Noah was called on to build a boat to the saving of his house. And it took faith and obedience to God to build a boat in a place where, um, to build a, a boat in a place where presumably there wasn't a large need for that large of a boat. We don't really know exactly uh, how people responded to the building of this boat, um, whether or not there were other boats that they had seen. We don't really know. All we know is that God told him to build this boat and the size God told him to build this boat because there was a storm coming. The book of Proverbs, Solomon says, the wise man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Um, a verse used by both wise men and cowards alike. But it is true that when God tells you that there is a storm coming, it's important to build a boat. This has to do with making the necessary preparations for a future difficulty when what is needed is deliverance. Looking towards the path, looking towards the future rather, does require needing to build a boat from time to time. Whether that is your retirement, whether that is a new career, a new job, whether that is going back to school, whatever the case is, whether that is strengthening your marriage or strengthening a relationship. You know, I'm a pastor and I have been one now for, or in pastoral ministry for 20 years. And I have now lived long enough to see many pastors who were in their prime when I was young boasting about the provision of God when you just, just, just do God's, if you take care of God's business, he'll take care of yours, you know, and, and you win souls and God will pay your bills and, and that kind of thing. And for a few people that worked out okay, but I've seen a lot of men now in their senior years who are living hand to mouth, certainly nothing like the generous provision of God, but living hand to mouth, uh, struggling to make ends meet. And because they didn't build a boat for the future, missionaries are coming face to face with this reality and young missionaries are trying to deal with this. Like, I don't have any insurance. I don't have any retirement savings. Churches don't want to pay pastors or missionaries enough money to have retirement. Um, there's this poverty mindset within the body of Christ that says, you, you know, we, we don't want to pay any more than what you absolutely have to have. And so 
it's a struggle. And I, I, I don't have any problem talking about pastors and their money. It's one of the reasons I started a business, not because my church doesn't pay us well, but because I have a responsibility to look towards the future and to make sure that my family is provided for. And then it's not always the case, by the way, that some churches uh, won't pay their pastors enough to do those things. It's also the case that sometimes they can't. Many churches are smaller. I think the average church in America, if you go by averages, or the majority of churches in America are less than 200 people. Many are less than 100 people. And with the economy getting more difficult and the costs of everything going up, offerings are down in many cases, and pastors are struggling to make ends meet. And so sometimes pastor, sometimes missionary, it's important for you to build a boat, to see the storm that's coming, and to take the necessary steps before the rain falls. And it's good to know when that is necessary. For some of you, it might be time for you to look into the future and say the, the career path that I'm currently on is not the right one for me to be on and it's time for me to make a move. I need to get some lumber and I need to start building a boat. That might mean enrolling in some classes. That might mean applying for some different jobs. That might mean going to your boss and saying, listen, what is required? What would be needed for me to advance in this company? That would mean taking a hard look at your finances and your monthly spending habits and asking yourself whether you're, whether you're building a boat or drilling a hole in the bottom of your boat. Whether you're making money to put it into a bag with holes in it or not. So living for the future and you know, having an adventure and going out and doing all that God has for you to do does not include just avoiding or ignoring the need to prepare for, for what's coming. Call this the Joseph principle if you want. But sometimes I think we make too much of the Joseph principle as if it's a principle. It's certainly something that happened in Scripture. Seven years of plenty and seven years of, uh, of famine or feast and famine. But it, it does seem like things do go in cycles. And if things are going really, really well, uh, maybe it's time for you to be thinking about a time when they might not be. You won't always have good health. You won't always be young. You won't always be able to live on beans and rice. Maybe it's time for you to make some changes. Maybe it's time for you to take a hard look at your marriage and see the direction that it's going. If you intend this marriage to last for the duration of your life, are you working on that marriage? Are you building your boat? Are you doing what's needed to put the right lumber and the right timber in, in place and the right preparation? Are you taking care to build your marriage for a time when you may go through a difficulty in a storm? All marriages do, and yours will, probably won't be an exception. Is your marriage strong enough to survive a storm? Is your faith strong enough to survive a storm? Are you building a boat for your faith? Are you building up your faith so that when your faith is tested, you will survive? When that fiery trial comes your way, will your faith survive? I was just on the phone yesterday with a lady who said when she was 19 years of age, her sister died. Her sister died in a, in a horribly tragic way. And her sister loved the Lord by this woman's testimony and was faithful in church and a Sunday school teacher. And, and I think the lady, this lady I was talking to was 17 years old at the time and her sister was 19 and her sister died. And the church that she went to in her 17-year-old memory provided no uh, understanding or answers for why God might allow something like that or do something like that in the case of this person's theology, why God would do something like that to a 19-year-old who loved him. 
and her faith was not strong enough to survive. And evidently, there weren't other people in her life who had built a boat, maybe family who had built a boat around her. And there are many people who make shipwreck concerning the faith. Sometimes it's important to build a boat. I think all of us need to be in boat building phases throughout various times in our life in order to survive the storms that will come. So sometimes you need to build a boat. Now, there are people who want to just live for today or, again, because they can't see the storm coming, they're not going to recognize and understand why you're doing the things that you're doing. There will be people who don't understand why you don't go out to eat with them every single time they go out to eat. There will be people that don't understand why you take care of your health. There will be people that won't understand why you might want to stay home with your wife on a given night instead of going out to play basketball with the guys. Not a wrong thing to do, going out to play basketball with the guys, but are you building a boat of a strong marriage? There may be people who won't understand, Pastor, why you want to go get uh, a part-time job or to start a business rather than just, quote, trusting in the Lord. Uh, And we've seen how that works out. There will be people who cannot see. They're not prudent. They can't foresee the evil. And so they'll mock you or they'll uh, uh, question your motives or they'll accuse you of being greedy, of filthy lucre or any number of things that people will do. I've had people accuse me of that who had jobs that paid them um, well while they worked them. And now they're living on a retirement and pension and they're being paid now in their retirement. And they see absolutely nothing wrong with that. But they don't want their pastor to have anything like that kind of security. They want me to live on the faith that they don't have. And so that's a problem. That can be a problem. And thank God it's not been the experience overall for me at the church that I currently pastor, but I've experienced it uh, in the past. And so don't worry about it if people who don't have to live by the faith or, or they think they don't have to live by the faith that you're building, don't worry about it if they mock you or criticize you or ridicule you. You build that boat because that storm will come and you'll be glad when you build that boat. Listen to the Lord when he warns you, when he prompts you, when he directs you, when he speaks to you, you listen to the Lord and you build that boat for the coming storm. Look where others have made shipwreck and you make sure that you have built a boat able to withstand the storm. That's boat building. That's future looking. But there's another way of looking to the future. There's another aspect of this and that's called ship burning. And it comes from a story of a, of a military captain many, many years ago in a land far, far away from here who landed, who needed to um, conquer a given land, but uh, needed to find a way to motivate. They were facing a very fierce opponent and they, there was, the victory was certainly not assured. It was going to be a difficult battle and they would go there in ships and he was afraid that if the battle got difficult, as long as the ships were there, there would be a tendency and a desire for people to, re- to retreat to the ships and head back to the homeland and give up prematurely when things got difficult. So he, he got all of his men off the ships, then ordered the ships to be set ablaze. He burned the ships and he told them, now you see where we are. The ships are on fire. The enemy is ahead of us. If we fail, we die. It is either win or perish. And they won. And that's really an inspiring story, but burning the ships is hard. Now, some people will, will uh, not understand ship burning, and they'll, they'll confuse burning ships with burning bridges. Burning bridges is about, um, is about breaking connections with people 
behind you. That's not what burning ships is about. Burning ships is about recognizing the direction that you need to go and cutting off your means of retreat. No easy outs when things get hard. Many of us quit when things get hard. Many of us quit when things get hard. And there are people who have quit. There's a well-known story from a man who uh, was, was mining for gold in California and quit something like three feet from the mother load. And he quit, and then somebody else came in and found the gold. Could you imagine that after spending so much money looking? It is not uncommon for people to quit when things get hard. I can tell you this. If you head in a direction that you believe is good for your life, and you head in a direction that is in accordance with your dreams and your desires and the purpose of God for your life, it will get difficult. There will be times when you will want to quit, and you will be tempted to say, this isn't working. I thought it would be easier than this. There's so much coming against me, and you'll just slip back onto your boat and head back to the homeland where you wanted to leave in the first place. But now it's the easiest, it's easier to do that than to face defeat in your, in your given calling and your given direction. Burning the ship means saying, I am headed this way. Burning the ships is the well-known children's song. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back. Burning the ships is what the book of Hebrews says that when the children of Israel came out or the, the, the people who followed God, when they left the land where they were called out of, if they had been mindful of that land where they had come out, they might've had opportunity to return, but they burned the ships. They said, we're, we're heading this way. It's one of the things that got God so upset at the children of Israel in the book of Exodus, where I'm reading right now, is that they kept wanting to go back to, to Egypt every time things got hard instead of trusting God. And, and, you know, whether that was when Moses was on the mountain for 40 days, whether that was when they ran out of food uh, before God provided manna for them, whether that was when they were thirsty and, and at the at the waters of uh, um, Marabah, uh, where they strove with God because they were thirsty and they're like, it would have been better to be in Egypt. They kept, they were dragging their ships along with them, always mindful, like we could run back there, the place that wasn't so good. But it's amazing when things get hard and heading in a new direction how quickly we will run back to a place that wasn't good anyway, but it's easier to do that because, you know, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Burning the ships is the Apostle Paul saying, what things were gained for me, those I counted as loss that I might win Christ. Paul's like, I am headed in this direction and I have burned every ship behind me. Not every bridge behind me. I still have connections with people, but I have burned my way of retreat. I have set my course the die has been cast. This is the direction that I'm going. And that is not as easy as you might think it is. Again, in all the areas where you might be building a boat, there may come time when you need to burn the ships. I've, I've counseled young marriages over the years. Listen, fellas, when you, get, when you marry that young lady, you are, you are being joined to her. You have become one flesh, and you need to burn the ships. There is no other option. This is the woman that God has uh, given to me. Say, so, well, I think I married the wrong one. If you're married, it's not the wrong one. You need to do everything you can to burn the ships. Not all marriages last. It's true that some marriages end in divorce, but a great deal more end in divorce that could have been saved if people would have burned some ships and said, this is the course. We're going to make this work. We're going to find a way. Burning ships means 
like for me, starting this business, and when things get tough, I could just throw in the towel, and sometimes I want to, but we're moving forward. How can you, how can you encourage others to do th- hard things when you won't do hard things? Burning the ships means setting your course that says, I'm going this way. And when you burn the ships, people will say, well, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Well, you know, um, that's not safe. Like, what if you need to escape? You should always give yourself a fallback. Always give yourself a plan B. Here's the problem with fallbacks and plan Bs and, and diversifying your eggs in multiple baskets. As wise as that sounds sometimes, it undermines the sense of urgency to make this work. If we're going to follow God to do the things that he has called us to do, sometimes we need to burn the ships. This is a pastor standing up in front of his board or in front of his congregation saying, listen, this is the direction I believe God wants us to go. We're never going back that other direction. Let's burn the ships. Some of you need to burn the ship of holding on to old traditions that are no longer working. I'll leave it up to you to decide which those are. You need to burn that ship and move forward into this new world that God is calling us into, into the work that God is calling us into. But you keep wanting to have one foot in the past, one foot in the future. You say, well, it really was great back then. That was a great time back then. You know, it's, it's true that sometimes the, the, the loudest voices that criticize what God is doing today come from those that God used to do something yesterday. I want to be a part of what God is doing, and so I want to launch out to do those things. Burning the ship means setting your course and saying, there is no way back for me. It is sink or swim here. It is win or perish. And if that sounds irresponsible to you, then stay safely on board your ship. But for those of you who resonate with that, but you've been waffling a little bit, saying, I want to strike out. I mean, I want to say this is what I'm going to go and do and and come hell or high water, I am going to see God bring a victory. I am going to conquer. I am going to beat this habit. I am going to see God build our church. I am going to say, well, that sounds like pride. Stay on the boat. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those who understand that it's not pride to have a desire to do great things for God or great things in your life or to provide for your family. But some of you might have to do what doesn't look safe, what doesn't look look rational to a rational mind because you know this is the direction that I'm going to go. I'm going to burn the ships and head inland and I'm either going to win or I'm going to perish. And you might be surprised what happens when you do. Burning the ships isn't always easy, but sometimes it's necessary. Building a boat also isn't always easy, but it's sometimes necessary. You decide today which one you're doing. Maybe you're doing some of both. Currently in my life, depending upon where you look, there's the sound of hammer and nails, and there's the smell of wood smoke. So you can do two things simultaneously. You listen to God, and you do what he's telling you to do. Build a boat, or burn the ships. You'll be criticized for doing either one, so it's gonna take faith. Launch out into the deep, or head inland, sir. It's up to you. All right, I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of This Poor Pastor's Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great, great day.